When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Saul Bookman, Espo, and Gerald Borgay. Are you guys tired yet? Is it like the Fridayest Friday of that can be? This is the Mondayest Friday of all the Fridays. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it, yeah. for sure. I'm actually, I wish we had two more shows on Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> to be honest with you. We still can. You can. We'll fire it up. <laughs> we'll go live from, from uh, my, uh, my day club. <laughs> can, can, oh, go. my God. Can we just start calling this the PHNX KD podcast? I, mean, I feel not? like we're on KD watch. So. Why not? All right. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit of Suns basketball on this Friday afternoon, and then we'll have a little bit of fun as well. Thank God. First and foremost, obviously, we all know the 2022 NBA draft went down last night and the Suns made zero moves, but they did allow James Jones to talk to the media and our very own Gerald Borgay was amongst that conversation. So let's talk about what he talked about last night. Yeah, I, I he mentioned because I know a lot of people were bummed that it was so uneventful and we were kind of expecting it to be low key. I don't think we were expecting nothing to happen, although I'll take that back. I don't want to slander my boy Lewis King, who is now on the Sun Summer League team. Is it Lewis King Big or is it Louis, Louis King? I don't even know. I might have slandered hey, Louis him. King the first. We got an MVP, baby. Louis King. The Summer League Championship <laughs> game MVP. Oh, okay. A one game MVP. Hey, in hey, Summer League. but it was but the him. biggest game, all right? It was. It was. It was the biggest game. Um, but no, James Jones mentioned that there were a number of targets that they had on their board. They did have conversations about making a move into the draft. Um, but the deals that they were pursuing fell through. He said that's kind of typical of an NBA draft because you've got 30 teams that are all trying to get better, all having conversations amongst each other. And he said that even though nothing got done, it does kind of give you the lay of the land heading into free agency as far as what teams are trying to accomplish, what they're willing to give up, that sort of thing. So as much as no deal was done, they still have a better idea of what they're working with and I think, you know, we'll get into all the details of that about how it affects DeAndre Ayton and whatnot. But he did affirm that DA is a part of what they do again. He said nothing's changed from when I said this exact same thing a month ago during exit interviews. Um, they value what he brings to both ends of the floor, and he's a big part of what they do. You know, one, one thing that I, I really want to caution us all to do is just, just not overreact to the draft. 
Right. Like it's not, it, it's really not that big of a but deal. But what if I want to? Well, you can feel free if you want to. But like Rick James right now, <laughs> at two, three, four, five said, I'm glad the sun sat back and watched every other West contender get somewhat better. I'm like, somewhat's a subjective term. Like the Clippers didn't even make a move last night. Uh, I would argue that the Clippers are going to get better inherently just because Kawhi's coming back mm-hmm. and that they're a potential landing spot for Kyrie Irving. Like that's, that's the thing. Those moves are the ones that are going to move the needle and, and create a contender. A second round draft pick probably isn't going to move the needle and push you over the over the edge to win a title. So uh, in this regard and where the Suns are, are currently positioned, I agree with James Jones, uh, you know, lack of wanting to prioritize the draft um, and instead veer fo- towards free agency because I feel like that's the way you can get instant, um, you know, results from what you're trying to spend. And I think at a time right now where you have Chris Paul on the clock, you got to maximize this next year Otherwise, that championship window might close. I, I'd argue it might already be closed. Just yeah, based true, on, true. On the West getting healthier and uh, and improving, but uh, less uh, less interesting. The draft for the Suns or James Jones's press conference. It felt like it was a whole lot of nothing uh, from from what I listened to, what I read. I'd say the draft was way less interesting because <laughs> he did talk about DA. He did answer questions about the COVID situation and reports. What did he say um, about that? He kind of, I mean, he admittedly kind of ducked the question. He said, they beat us. We lost. Like, we're not going to make excuses. We weren't at our best that day. Pretty much the most roundabout way of confirming it, honestly, without coming <laughs> off as like, this is why we lost, making excuses type thing. Kind of similar tack that Chris Paul took at the charity event the other night. They both were saying, we're not self-incriminating. We're not admitting we played with COVID. That's right. what, what they both were doing. Right? Oh, yeah. We're not going to look in the past. <laughs> we're not going to admit to anything that we did. That was, Chris Paul was like, I'm here today. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm here, here now. Today. I'm good now. I'm here. <laughs> what, else we're asking you. what else can you ask? Chris Paul is the very definition. If you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Yep. Yep. He's He's been in this game COVID a while. COVID and back-to-back playoff doing. years. Good job, CP3. Do we believe... The James Jones line about DeAndre Ayton, though, or is this... I mean, it's what he has to say, right? Right. It's yeah. not like he could come out and say, nah, DA ain't part of our plans. Uh, somebody signed him to an offer sheet so we can negotiate a sign-in trade. Like, uh, I, Of course he's going to say I believe that. him because he did also mention the fact that, listen, he's going to be a free agent, and he understands that teams are going to you know, propose an offer, and I feel like they're ready for it. Like, it's it just... Maybe that's just me being an, an idiot, but uh, that's just how I feel. Like, listen, you got to play this game right now, and and you you're not going to burn a bridge with Da James Jones. I feel like at the end of the day, can always say Da. I've always had your back. Like, I want you to get paid. Uh, I try to make that happen. Whatever. Like, however he wants to spin it. Right. Like, I always had your back, except for that time last summer when I didn't give you a contract and I gave Landry Sham at forty four million. But you know, independent. No, but let's let's. But I mean, the reality is, but weren't there rumors around that time where it was very like, like almost petty? You don't take this. I'm going to go give Landry his. Weren't there rumors of that, or is that just rumors? No, no, that's people theorizing. It has no merit whatsoever, (laughs) and people need to understand there's a difference between a freaking max contract and the money that they gave Landry, which is like nine, ten million a year. It's very different. I think if he's wanting to spin it any type of way, just be like, hey, man, the guy above me wouldn't let me last summer. But now that we're in this position where we have to iron a deal out, like, let's get it done. You're a restricted free agent. We're going to pay you. We're not going to give you the full five-year max that you wanted last year, but we're going to give you as much on a four-year as we can, or we're going to match as much as someone else can give you on a four-year. I like this idea. He's like, 
I'm going to blame the man upstairs. And I'm going to say, <laughs> and he might not be here much longer. So here's a four year max. Exactly. I mean, just put it on him. It's not bad. It's not a bad way to go. It's not a bad yeah, strategy. It's not. Except for he's publicly said that he he's been given full control. Right. So yeah, but you go wink, wink. You guys know you saw that guy walking around. Right. I didn't have full control. I, I say it, but I didn't know that. It's true. It's true. Well, but also, like, it kind of fall in, uh, falls in line with what Atlanta kind of the rumor for for Atlanta today, which we'll get into. Okay, well, that's right. coming I won't up. Ruin it. I won't ruin that's, it. My bad. That's coming up. But, but just as a base level, it is. Those comments could just be posturing, but they could also stem from looking around the league. The number of potential suitors is not, you know, it's not lining up like it might have been a couple weeks ago. So but there there are two two paths here that, that I will accept as, all right, this offseason, otherwise I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You re-sign DA and you, and you make changes elsewhere in the roster or DA is part of a KD trade. Anything outside of those two options, you're taking a step backwards at, at this point. And, and I don't think anybody should be overly happy about that because, as Saul said, that window is closing. And if, if you move off of DA and you're not getting KD or somebody of that ilk, you might as well just say, hey, we're, we're looking at Turn out the five, or, five or six in the West. <laughs> the party's over. And, and you'll be lucky if we get a second round exit next year. I mean, listen, I like to give a little grief to James Jones just because why not? Playing devil's advocate here sometimes. Mm -hmm. But even though they didn't make any moves last night in the draft, if you talk to all 30 teams, and I know you're technically not allowed to talk about sign and trade type stuff, they definitely had those conversations. So at least you get, from his perspective, he's probably getting a little more intel on who genuinely is willing to come to the table and maybe sharing Hey, like just a heads up, like we really like this guy. Think he could be good in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So things like that probably went on behind the scenes as well. But did he say anything else that stood out that's notable to you? Uh, not, not really. really. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was. I mean, it, he talked to us for about fifteen minutes. Um, it was pretty. Bleh. Yeah. yeah. What do you want? Hey, we're having a press conference after we did absolutely nothing, and nothing <laughs> has changed since the last time you talked to me, right when the season ended. I the, mean, the highlight. I don't blame the guy. The highlight of the presser was Mark McClune trying to voice his uh, questions, <laughs> and oh. wherever the muffled city he From was, the city he was of like, he was in witness protection. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're not going to get a ton when a team makes zero moves in the draft, and all the questions are. You know, did your team have COVID in the playoffs, that type of thing? But it, it did give me a little bit more understanding. He did address the ESPN article a little bit, which I thought was interesting um, because he was asked about that. And he said every player that's in the draft goes through our evaluation process. It's just they narrow it down to like 10 guys they consider high-level fits, guys that could come into the Suns culture and fit in right away. So he did kind of clarify that. So they do put guys through the draft. They still have a very scarce, like, personnel scouting department, but they do put guys through that process. We we talked about that last night that, Mm -hmm. like, I I think in reality, most teams have 10 guys that they'd really want in a draft, and they just rank everybody. And Jones said, look, we have 50-plus guys that we kind of look at and and feel where they'd fit, but we hone in on those 8 to 10. Like, that makes sense. And it's a clarification that was necessary from – from what the article sounded like. So, 
All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about tonight, go into some of the specifics and maybe how it affects a potential DA sign and trade and sort of Mm -hmm. uh, all that kind of stuff. So do you guys want to start with Detroit? Because I know Detroit has been linked to the Suns quite a bit. So we have a quote here that says, while all signs have pointed to Detroit making a serious run at DA over the last few days, That appears less likely after the Pistons walked away with two of the players highest on their organization's big board. Per sources, Detroit is eager to continue to build back toward playoff contention with the aforementioned young core, and the Pistons are expected to use the majority of their remaining cap space to add multiple veteran pieces rather than just one big swing this offseason. I think what Detroit did last night in the draft was very, very good. So they got Jaden Ivey and mm-hmm. Jalen Duran. Yeah, and I think I think both of those pieces, and then throwing in a couple veterans that might be able to help. And I know there's they're in the running for I think of Miles Bridges is is one of the guys that they're going after. Um, I'm not sure about Jalen Brunson, um, but you know they they can add some core pieces, and and all of a sudden you don't need DA. And I think they they basically are out of the DA sweepstakes at least from my opinion, um, from my perspective last night. I said so when when those picks were made. Yeah, this is a that report was from uh, James Edward the Third in the Athletic, which uh, he's pretty uh, on the pulse of what's going on with the Pistons. And I, let's be honest, I don't think Detroit ever imagined a situation where they wind up with both of these guys. And thanks to the Knicks not being able to get their heads out of their own asses, uh, they wound up, uh, you know, with Duran, and that that does make it not necessary to wind up. With DA, I still think they could be a third team to help facilitate something with their cap space and those things where certain pieces wind up with them to make a, a salary cap issue work. But I don't think their main focus is DeAndre Ayton anymore, which what gets interesting here is the pool of people that can actually offer him an offer sheet at that money he's looking at has Not dwindled. Uh, you know, so so he's losing leverage where if Bill Duffy, uh, his agency was saying, hey, you know, he's interested in Detroit because they have the money. Well, now that option may not be on the table. How do they play this? And, and do the Suns come out looking like geniuses because they don't wind up having to pay him the max? That's kind of where I'm at. I, I won't rule the Pistons out entirely because I do think you look at DeAndre Ayton, that's a proven mobile big who can play both ends of the court for you really well. He would be nice with Cade and Jaden for the long term. They got Jalen Duran, obviously, who is a guy who you want to become that, but that's never necessarily a sure thing in the draft, especially where he was picked in the draft. So I won't rule them out entirely because they still have a ton of cap space. But yeah, it doesn't look great as far as the suitors that DA's people were probably hoping would line up with max offer sheets. And if there isn't one coming, the Suns have even more leverage than they already did. And they do look, you know, Maybe not smart in terms of the way we saw things blow up in the playoffs, but vindicated as far as their specific decision not to pay a five-year max um, last a year. A million percent. A million mm-hmm. percent. Listen, like this is this is a business. And I said that last night. This is a business. This isn't like, oh, well, you feel like you should get paid, so we should pay you. Like if 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 the marketplace is telling you like this is what you're gonna get. L- listen, Kyler Murray did the same thing. They took a gamble. Um, and they put their stuff out there and basically said that they were unhappy. Um, and it paid off big time because what had happened was is Deshaun Watson got a, a fully guaranteed contract. 
Um, I think somebody else also got like 47 per. So all of a sudden, the market's dictating that Kyler Murray, who was once thought to maybe get 38 to 42 million a year, is now up to 45 to 50 million a year. So he played the game right. DA is playing the game. And it might backfire the opposite way because the suitors are becoming less and less. The money's drying. It, well, well we, it's not drying up yet because we haven't even hit free agency yet. But, um, you know, it's it's it, even Atlanta today. And like I know we're going to get into it. Like they're starting to dictate the market for D.A. and it's going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Suns might actually end up saving money in the in the long run if D.A. settles for less than the max with another team because the Suns would be fools not to match that. Right, which it which is a a good business decision, like you're saying. I am curious how much it impacted what happened this year, and in terms of just the basketball side of it and the locker room aspect, DA's mentality, and not to say that like you know it affected him all year because he still had a best like the best season of his career this year. Um, but I am curious if that affected it at all, and how that affects them moving forward if they're able to mend these bridges like we've been talking about, but. <laughs> We're not comparing NFL quarterbacks to NBA centers. I was literally writing a comment. Imagine thinking an example is the same thing as a comparison. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like Like, we're talking about business decisions between two entities within their specific organizations and how they're approaching it. We're not literally saying Kyler Murray's just like DeAndre Ayton. Right. It's, it's like apples. there's like a whole foot difference there. So. <laughs> it's just the point that sometimes it's an example of the business side yes, of right. yes. sports. sports. Sometimes you play the game and it works out in your favor. And sometimes something like what happened with Detroit last night happens and yeah. it totally backfires yeah. on you. What I wonder, though, is if they wind up with with him coming back on a lesser contract, mm-hmm. how he approaches it. Does does he come in and use that as fuel or does that wound him and, and make him? feel less i don't know there's because he of all the people seems like perception gets to him a a lot i i think i think actually this scenario might actually play in the sun's favor because if let's just say a team goes out there and offers him 25 a year right and Mm -hmm. the sun's match it at four years well now it's a four-year 100 million dollar deal like okay cool you just saved all that money but also, the rest of the NBA is telling you, you ain't worth what you think you're worth. Mm-hmm. So I think that actually motivates DA to, to say, you know what, you guys all have it wrong um, and maybe try to, to, to work for that Supermax down the road or whatever. So. Well, because I you can't so. hang your hat on, well, it's just this team. It's yeah. just yeah. this yeah. front yeah. office. It's like, okay, now, now I got to look internally mm-hmm. and see, okay, what am I doing or what am I not doing that is making yeah. people believe that I deserve more money or yeah. don't deserve more money. I, I would hope he would take it that way. I will say he has mentioned last year when talking about the contract situation, wanting to get something worked out. He was saying, I want to be paid like my peers. I want to be regarded like my peers. He was talking about Trey Young, Luca, um, even Shea, who had gotten those five-year extensions that he wanted. So it'll be interesting to how he would take that kind of blow to not his reputation but just the way he's perceived around the league his ego because yeah because he wants to be in that group and he feels he belongs in that group um but if we believe reports he could have had the four-year max last summer yeah so, so it is on to him that it's it's on him in some ways that he de- doesn't have a max contract because he, he he decided to bet on himself and it backfired. So, you know, I think the Atlanta things that, that we'll get into here. Well, let's talk yeah. about it. Wait, I, I, want to, I do have one last thing to say about the Pistons because we mentioned it on the show last night. But if you weren't there for that, 
sign and trade options really dried up with the news that they're letting Kemba go um, because his contract could have maybe got you to the range where you could do a sign and trade, but that might be out now too uh, with them cutting him. So if it's Detroit, it's probably just going to be they're going to try and max offer sheet right out and hope that the Suns don't match. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Atlanta. So last night there were no trades involving John Collins or any other big names. Mm -hmm. They drafted A.J. Griffin. Um, and then Chris Kirshner from The Athletic said the Hawks could still pursue Phoenix Suns center DeAndre and in free agency. Sources tell The Athletic that the Hawks' interest in the 23-year-old would be contingent on landing him for less than a max contract. That may not be an option as the Pistons, who we just talked about, who have the cap space for a max contract, are expected to be aggressive in their pursuit of Aiton and free agency. So a little bit of conflicting reports here, but again, we're all speculating. Yeah, congratulations, Atlanta. I'd love a very nice, like, 2,000-square-foot house in Phoenix with a 2.99 interest rate at $200,000 for the cost. That shit ain't happening, though. 2.99 is high. (laughs) Not right now. Oh, right no, now. I know. I mean right now. <laughs> I know. I, I got mine out of steel, so I'm happy about that. I, again, the market. You know, like if, if Atlanta is sitting there, but like, well, listen, we want them, but we want them at a lower cost. That's another team that might be out of the out of the fold. It's like, yeah, so, same, bro. Yeah. I mean, if, so now we went from Indiana, Spurs, Atlanta, Detroit – to now possibly just two of those four that are still maybe in the mix. Like there's just a lot of there's still a lot of things to be played out until July 1st, but uh it's uh it's interesting what's going on. The Hawks only make sense as a sign and trade partner because of all the contracts they have on their books. They'd have to make a bevy of moves to free up space just to sign him outright. So, but it is interesting that if they were signing and trading for him, it would be on a less than max contract at which point if you're the Suns Hell yeah, like we'll yeah, take I'm, him at less than yeah, the max. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for doing us yeah. a huge favor. Can we clarify something? A sign and trade can't happen if the players signed their their offer sheet, right? It, it he can, can he can sign his one year offer sheet, which would be for like sixteen million and change. He would play out this upcoming season on that contract and then he'd be an unrestricted I, free agent. I mean he can't say say the Hawks want him. They offer him mm-hmm. a deal. He can't sign that offer sheet and have a sign and trade still executed. If he's if he's doing a sign and trade with another team, it's for a three or a four year deal minimum. You yeah, can't do a one year or but, two. But he can't sign their offer sheet. They they have to agree. Oh yeah. So yeah. if he signs an offer sheet, it's an offer sheet, not a sign and trade. Yeah. Like you have to agree to a sign and trade, but an offer sheet's a different thing. That's basically just we're signing DA to this contract. You can either match this contract and keep him, or he becomes ours yeah. on that. Deal. So if we hear DeAndre Ayton has signed an offer sheet with fill in the blank. Sign and trades off the table. It's then match or let him walk, right? If he's officially signed so, it, yeah. Okay. Just to clarify, I know. So, so we, so next week, mm-hmm. we might hear a that he signed an offer sheet with another team, mm-hmm. or b the Suns are working a trade with said team uh, to send De- center DeAndre. Like we would hear one of those two things. We wouldn't hear. Uh, signed an offer sheet, and then the Suns are working a signing trade. Yeah, it, we we might hear he's planning or he wants to sign an offer sheet. At which point, the Suns might have to be like, "Okay, here's what we're going to we're going to have to negotiate a sign and trade." But yeah, if he signs the offer sheet, that's done. Like you, no more sign and trade. Suns have the time to match. Interesting. So, 
so many pieces so to many. the puzzle. It's going to get so spicy. A week from today, uh, that's when this all tips off. I mean, I think it's noon here is when free agency starts. We start hearing things leaking, you know, Wednesday, Thursday about plans, but this is all going to get really interesting really quick next all right so we have two more teams to talk about damn it (laughs) but before we start talking about that han in the chat says eight in one year 16 million to become unrestricted would be so baller mad respect if he does the team would have to offer that right no No. he can he can do that any thought that that would be something he would do i think it would be insanity because it would be he didn't learn the lesson from what he did this last year he left money on the table and lost money. So then he's doubling down on that with the chance that he doesn't prove himself enough just, to get anything more. It's so scary, too, because injury or whatever, like, yeah. that's just, that's that, such a gamble. That would be, like, historically unprecedented for a guy drafted number one overall to take that. But also, mm-hmm. uh, the Suns could trade him, right? If he signed that unrestricted? He has veto I think power. he has veto power for the following year, yeah. So they wouldn't be able to trade him. That would be the ultimate, I don't want to be here after this year. I'm fucking gone. I don't want to be here. I'm taking a chance, That which is a huge risk on yourself because you're getting paid half of what you could be making on a max deal with any team. And then like, if you get hurt, if you have a bad year, whatever might happen, if you get perceived as a locker room problem or something like that for taking that deal, if That's the Suns get spiteful and just bench you, like <laughs> there's so many things that you could go could go so I mean, sideways. That honestly, ugly. honestly, that wouldn't I wouldn't even put that past what what would happen during the year. I really wouldn't. <laughs> I'm, like. I'm saying there's like a one percent chance just because of the financial risk. I don't think his agent would even let him do that. Insane. If those odds were on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, what do you think they would be? Plus five thousand. Yeah, <laughs> if, not, if not more. Yeah, yeah I mean, 10, 000, yeah. yeah, there's just no, there's no way he does that. Would it, you guys put any money on that if it was offered? I mean, <laughs> I'll probably put like 10 bucks down. Josh Hunt did make a point. Don't get that Dennis Schroeder syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And it did not work out. Yeah. You you cannot turn down that's generational a cautionary money. tale. Yeah. No, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see any way that that plays out. Is there anything in your life you'd gamble on like that? That you are that confident in yourself that you're like, F I'm going to do it because I already know I got this taken care of. Well, allegedly, Adam Mares over in DMVR thinks that he can beat <laughs> anybody in a straight up shutout in basketball. Mm. And I'm here to say I am a million percent confident that would not happen <laughs> against me. I, I would put up whatever I can make in my life that my, my daughter is going to be successful at something. Like if somebody was like, you can take a million now or you can you can sit there and, and do whatever and. But you know your daughter's going to be successful. I put my money on that. Espo always tries to go at the heartstrings. I know. He's always it's trying to do it. It's cute, though. I don't believe in myself, but I believe in her. I know. Her. It's that's the craziest the, thing. That's the thing here. I ain't taking that bet on myself for anything, but my daughter's Betting on sure. me? No chance. No. Betting on her every exactly. day. Any, what about you, Gerald? Anything? Uh, I have nothing. There's nothing. I don't think I would do that. Really? If you're giving me a guaranteed contract or I get to... F around and find out. I'm gonna take the guaranteed tr- contract. 
Oh, yeah, give me the okay. bag. Good to I know. Good to know when we renegotiate your deal there, how do, you, Lindsay. How, do you, how do you think we got Lindsay? It was like, here's a guaranteed contract. I'm in. Uh, I'm like 2023 can't come fast enough. <laughs> That's what you think now. I might change by I'm that. Like, you can have this now or this later. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, if you guys want to get in on the action, DA's uh, next landing spot odds are available on DraftKings Sportsbook. So you can download that app right now and use promo code PHNX when you sign up because new customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Finals. Must be 21 or older, Arizona only. New customers only, minimum $5 minimum deposit. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's talk about the Spurs. Mm -hmm. So the Spurs last night, there were zero trades. They drafted Jeremy Sohan, uh, Malachi Branham, and Blake Wesley and Kennedy Chandler. And Mm -hmm. when a couple of these players were drafted, we had some people uh, who are... Sometimes correct on Sutton's Twitter. People f- with some sauces. S- somebody from Jersey, some... uh, Flex from Jersey, <laughs> drop some breadcrumbs. Exactly. Yeah, and he was he was hinting that the Suns are interested in Sohan, and then he said Brennan was was one of his uh one of his guys he liked, and I think Flex is the the ultimate. I'm going to drop some hints at what I might know, and I took this both of these as hints that. These may be guys the Suns are interested in with the Spurs in a potential signing trade, and that just scares me. <laughs> I, I, I I love Flex, but I'm tired of, of, of licking breadcrumbs. I want the fucking meal already. <laughs> Give me what Give I want to know. Give me the whole loaf. Like, stop doing this, Flex. You're pissing me off. That's Let's not go. How it works. No, it is how it, works. Not how it works. Your sources, <laughs> just drop it. Let me know. Then he doesn't Shit. have sources anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's a one and done. Yeah. Man, just hey, in the words of Michael Jordan. Fuck them sources. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I, I mean, listen, I'm not excited by any one of those prospects, but of course, now I've basically written it on the uh, that it's going to be true. Like Sohan is going to be a Phoenix Sun, and I'm not going to watch this team next year. <laughs> Look, you're paid to. <laughs> I quit. He's taking the one year qualifying I'm taking, offer. I'm taking, I'm taking the gamble. <laughs> I'm Look, betting on myself for a year. I, I know people are like focusing on Sohan and based on what I've read I'm not that intrigued by him he's been described as kind of this versatile big or whatever but for me the Spurs have jumped to the number one team that would be involved in the DA sign and trade just because they have that flexibility to absorb him on a max contract they have pieces that could be on the move that could make up a deal uh we we all saw the DeJounte Murray rumors and if he's available like, obviously, he's not Kevin Durant, but he's like a, a step below that for me and a lot, you know, way higher than any of the other options we've discussed to yeah. this point. So because that's a guy that can play next to Chris Paul, succeed him down the line. Like, that's it, a good piece. That definitely is the one player so far that I have been the most intrigued by is is DeWante Murray because mm-hmm. he could come in and conceivably be that third score. He can create his own shot. He can do a lot of things. But... But the the caveat to this is the one team, besides maybe the Warriors, <laughs> that you did not want to see KD go or uh, DA go to, 
would be the Spurs because of all people that might be able to get the most out of DeAndre Aiden, it would be Greg Popovich. Yeah. And if Greg Popovich gets the most out of DA, now, oh my God, that just opens up such a can of worms because now his own disciple, Monty, couldn't do it. Now I tr- I don't trust anything Monty does, and it just go- crumbles from there. Let's, let's be honest. At least Greg Popovich is old, so maybe he's not coaching that long to see full success. You know what? What would Mur- how would Murray fit in? Would he be the sixth man? I don't I don't know how he would fit in in the short term, and I don't really much care. He's an all star who Charles is going like, to we'll be figure it out. Yeah, it you, doesn't matter. Yeah, you take that's, talent and you figure it hold out. On. Later. That's how you wind up with Isaiah Thomas, Eric Bledsoe, and Gordon. No, Drogic. no, no. Are no, you no, really no, putting no, those no. three in the no, same category saying, as three possible no, future Hall of Famers? I'm Famers. saying the the simple just take the talent and figure out how to make it work mindset is how you wind up with three guys that play similar positions that that are trying to figure out how to get playing time all at the same time. But it'd time. only be a short-term thing. You'd have DeJounte Murray under team control. He's He is 6'4", so he's a point guard, obviously, but you could play him at either guard spot. You could shift Devin Booker to the three. You figure it out for a year or two until Chris Paul is on on the downturn. And it then you have a core of DeJounte Murray, Devin Booker, Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges for the foreseeable future. Get like excited, Cam Johnson, your starting center. <laughs> I'm Like, you'd find a mid-level. Come on now. You know that this would be okay. a good deal if you have to do a sign and trade with DA. But the question is, do you think, because wasn't this supposedly rumored from Atlanta? Yes. and that's, So that's the question is like, Collins. is Will this he? actually... A potential option are they right. really willing to move on from him or did atlanta put it out there as like hey right they're trying to boost their that's probably where it came from they're trying to boost the trade value of collins being like hey the spurs are talking about giving us an all-star for john collins what are you guys gonna do um so it's possible Dejounte murray's not even available but even if he's not like the spurs still have more flexibility they now have a bevy of rookie players that they can just throw into the deal as sweeteners. Um, you know, we've we've talked about the possibilities of Jakob Pertle and Devin Vassell or Jakob Pertle and Keldon Johnson as the basis for a trade. Like Whoa. it's still very much out there. Jakob Pertle's underrated, man. People don't know how good Jakob Pertle is. I'm gonna yeah, say it. He's see, not DA. He's not seem DA. like a Pertle guy. Pertle's <laughs> such a great, like it's such a fun name to say. But I will I will say it is a fun name. It is. It's not. It is. But I will say, like, they're the front runner in my house just based on what everybody else has done. If you're going to do a DA sign and trade, they seem like the most likely candidate right now. That's where I'm starting to feel too. And that makes me sick. (laughs) I don't, I I think we're underrating. They have some nice pieces that would just the thought of helping the Spurs in any way. Look, I'll, I'll say this I think Greg Popovich is the greatest NBA coach of all time. I also think his time in the NBA is winding down. And I do think even if he got the most more out of DA, it would be in the same similar role that he's had here. And I don't think they have a Chris Paul guy that's going to set DA up for success like he's been set up here. Mm. That's all I got. That CP3 DA argument is a little bit, that's it for another day, for another Uh, day. Indiana (laughs) next. I watched every single one of his field goal misses and makes this season. And guess how many of them were set up by Chris Paul? A whole shit ton of them. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Is that an advanced metric? A whole shit ton of them? Exactly. All right, let's talk about Indiana. There were no trades last night, but they did draft Benedict Matherin and Andrew Nemhard. So what are your thoughts on Indiana? I don't think they're a player. You don't? 
Nope. I mean, you got Miles Turner. If and Matherin could be no. a part there, there has been interest. I, I you, don't know. You need, the, you're you, right, though. Why would DA want to play in Indiana? Well, not only that, but like you, the whole point of this, right, is if you're not going to take in DA, if you're not going to keep DA, then and you're going to sign a trade, who are you getting back from Indiana that that is a, a bona fide help to your organization? Nobody. Malcolm not, not Miles Turner. They, well, that's been yeah. shot down that they yeah. don't want him because of his foot in. Malcolm Brogdon, maybe, yes. But but My, Miles Turner person. and Benedict Matherin ain't going to do it. Like, no. Benedict, no. You're, you're not going to wait for Benedict Matherin to mature in the NBA enough to be able to score at the level you need him to to be able to help book until after CP3 would be gone. Right. So but we, there's no point. But we had heard rumors about Brogdon being available for a while now. Drafting Matherin definitely makes him more available I know we got that one report that the Suns are not going to be interested in Brogdon, but so one so report. Basically, looking at all this, we've circled the Spurs. The Pacers are behind them in <laughs> dun, my book dun, still, dun. but I, I still feel like the Suns are going to end up just matching an offer, and Da is going to come back. Well, I think that's the most likely outcome. Yeah, uh, and I think so too. But that still leaves you with a lot of questions that you have to answer on this roster to be a, still be a contender. I think in the last however. <laughs> However, no, not yet. Oh, okay, uh, oh, Han, in the chat, Han in the chat said, "Need some four peaks sipping, or this show didn't happen." <laughs> What's up, you guys? I didn't get a you beer. You too hard last night. No. Sean, yeah, get I us had, some beers. PM on a Friday. I had two whole beers over five hours. I'm, <laughs> I tapped out. Oh my god, he came. Hey. Sean came, and he's wearing beers? a four peaks shirt too. Any Sur- kind. Surprise us. Just four peaks. That's what we want. <laughs> Just, Just four. Three. We don't have anything else but four peaks. But yeah. <laughs> Well, what kind? Meaning, like, you yeah, know, do you right. want some peach? Do you want a hazy? I am hazy. Yes, still after five hours last night. Um, but here's the deal: we're gonna be live at Four Peaks Eighth Street Pub all day <laughs> this upcoming Wednesday, along with the rest of the PHNX crew. So if you guys are in town, you want to come stop by, hang out, grab a few beers, have a meal. We're going to be there, so we encourage you guys to come on out. Wait, can we get this on camera? <laughs> I'll take the hop nut. I'll take the hop nut. Oh, okay. I'll take that. Ah, yes. Sean over here doing the most. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Thank you, Sean. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to come hang out with us next Wednesday. Do that after you drink. Why would you do that? He opened up and he was like. The sound, the smell. It's just. Oh. At the Four Peaks Brewery, please do so. And also, if you are. Planning on indulging it all this weekend. Just remember, you have to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about the Knicks moves for Kyrie and the possibility mm-hmm. of KD. Okay, so they broke Knicks fans' hearts by drafting Dern and then trading him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've acquired a bunch of first-round picks that may amount to second-round picks based on for protections. Uh, protections. And it's all uh, they traded Kemba to clear cap space, and it's all in hope that the Nets are going to accept a poo-poo platter of those first-round picks and uh, and pieces for Kyrie. Is this correct? Do you think? Basically, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they're it's it's one of two things. It's either Jalen Brunson or it's Kyrie Irving. Like they're very much in on Jalen Brunson, according to Mark Stein today. Um, but it could also maintain flexibility if Kyrie and the Nets situation goes upside down like it's pretty much already turning. Um, I think this is good for the Suns in a roundabout way because as many Kyrie Irving suitors as there are, the more it pushes us closer to a very fun outcome. It it is good 
unless that decision is the Clippers. Then I think it makes things a hell of a lot tougher, even if that second domino falls Mm -hmm. and KD winds up in Phoenix at that point. Because you look at that Clippers team, and if they can stay healthy, big if, that is a hell of a team if they get Kyrie. For sure. And they've always been a hell of a team. They've always been a pain in the, the, the ass of the Suns. So, yeah. But it doesn't matter. Because if we get KD, <laughs> that will save everything. Here we go. I mean, <laughs> listen. I mean, listen. I, there's there's one guy out there that could turn this franchise completely around. It is this man, the one, the only. I don't know how. There he is. KD, <laughs> the book of KD. Yes. That's right, baby. I didn't have any music to put on. He me, will. So I'll just sing, okay? He will save oh. us. Listen. Kevin Durant, listen, buddy. Listen, Katie. As you think about where to go, you need to understand there's only one place and one place only. You could turn the fortunes of a franchise to be completely on your shoulders and someone that has never won a championship before. You could be the first. You could be the pioneer. You could lead us to the promised land. The book of KD. Please, everybody, read it. It's a fantastic read. Is that machete so he can get his way out of yeah, out of Brooklyn? So he can slice down Kyrie's ACL if he goes if he goes to the Clippers. <laughs> I'm making my demands. I want out, and I have a machete to force it to happen. Oh, man. For those of you that don't know, this is on audio. This is, I believe, the Book of Eli yes, with Denzel yes, yes. with Katie's head on it. Yes. So. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful Photoshop. We're, uh, we will definitely <laughs> post this to uh, social for he's sure. He's burned Brooklyn down on his way to Phoenix. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah, exactly Sergio what it is. Sergio says that's Brooklyn behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he dies at the end of that film, but not before he saves oh, humanity. Man. That's yep. right. So that's give right. me my championship. That's all I want, right? <laughs> Do we think that Saul has had too many OGs before today's show or not? Nah. Nah? He hasn't had any. You okay. can tell. Yeah, I haven't had any. I'm saving for tomorrow. I mean, it was kind of the a The day club. Let's go. Don't get in the pool with too, too many. Oh, no. I will have like 450 milligrams. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. God. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. You I'm put kidding. that on horse shit. I'm kidding. You literally just said enjoy responsibly. All that I, I, is not responsible. No, that was for drinking. Not I for the whole wedding cake. What are you doing? Right. I ate three listen, bags of OG. I, t- I tell you what. One time I, had, I took 25 um, in one sitting not realizing that a quarter of this cookie that was 100 milligrams was literally 25. I had no idea. My wife just said, hey, I saved you some. I was like, oh, okay. And I d- ate the whole thing. Oh. Um, I think I saw God that night. I'm pretty <laughs> and sure I did. he looked a lot like KD, right? Yeah, he did. He, did. <laughs> Dressed like Kevin he reached out his hand, and I was about to grab it, and then I woke up. So I don't know what happened. That's probably a good thing. I feel like they say in your dreams when you – when you actually like, <laughs> that means you're gonna, yeah. you know. He said, "I'll see you in 2022 but in put, Phoenix." But he, put, but, he, but he put the sword away, so I think I was okay. <laughs> so OGs, prophetic visions. <laughs> <laughs> and they just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, pina colada, perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. Microdoses just in time for the win for summer and you guys if you want to have fun this weekend join the phnx crew and ogs over at maya day club tomorrow saturday june 25th uh say hello learn more about ogs have a good time or if you're not up for that you can just check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com or on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products 
at your local dispensary, but you have to be 21 or older to purchase. You can come hang with us. I think Gerald's going. I should uh, be. Espo, did you get a hall pass or no? No, I'm hanging out with my family. <laughs> I returned from uh, the other side of death yeah, last week. Uh, like I, I have, uh, you've been around. Okay. I'm going to be there. Uh, Lindsay's bouncing. Shane will be there. Sean will be there. Uh, Johnny Venerable will be out there. So uh, we will not be giving like him a this. beer. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't make fun of him if you're not going to go do these things. So I love this comment from Sergio. Other people have sources. Saul has vision. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. And I have visualized. KD in a son's uniform. Let's Visions go. Visions tell me. <laughs> yeah. Multiple league Are visions have told me. To, we need to make this a thing. Kevin Durant has been traded with for uh, for, for DeAndre Ayton. Uh, the, the voices in my head say. <laughs> yes. oh, I love this. <laughs> All right. We're going to round out the show with a little fun on this Friday afternoon with a snake draft. And we are drafting Pixar movies, and Gerald is so flippin' excited. I am. I've been but he's going on this. third. So and the draft order oh, is man. Lindsay Espo Gerald Saul. She went third person. She did. Why so these are it's easier for to clarification, that. these are limited to only the Disney Pixar <laughs> movies, not Disney movies. <laughs> not, so there's only like twenty six. There's only and, like twenty six of and them. And you don't get to get a whole a whole franchise. Yes. It's individual movies. movies only. Yes. Um, okay. Hold on. Let me let me get this. Uh, do I even have the right list there? This might get heated. Yeah. So it was the my one that first I pick oh, oh, oh. in the Pixar draft is Coco. Okay. Is it I, in the rundown? Uh it was Just search Pixar films and go to Wikipedia. They're all there. Yeah, there's like twenty six okay. of them. I got, I got you. Uh, so you took Coco. So I love Coco. That's a bold choice for number one. I do love that movie. Coco though. is one of my all-time favorites. Really, really it's such it's, a good movie. It is really good, but it's not the best, and you left it for me. Mm-hmm. It's the OG. I'm taking Toy Story yep. number one. It's a good pick. Good pick. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Um, Toy Story 1? Yes. yes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go with Finding Nemo here. That's a good one. I like Finding Nemo. It's a classic. One of the OGs. Pretty high up on the list. All right. So I have back to back, huh? Yep. yep. Um, I'm going to go with Wally. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. And I'm going to go with The Incredibles. Okay. Good pick. Didn't you just talk crap about Wally? Don't mind what I'm like, doing. I'm trying to win a, I'm trying to win a fucking game. game. I'm trying to win a fucking game. He's that didn't work for you last game. time when you That's all right. Wow. That's all right. I see how it is. All right, Gerald, what you got? I'm very excited. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, man, this is tough because both of these are really good picks here. I'm going to go with Up. Ooh, yeah, that was going to be my good choice. I was hoping I was going to get that on the comeback. Good choice. Uh, I'm going to end up losing Up at number six is like Damian Lillard of the draft. (laughs) He was drafted six, wasn't he? I I'm gonna go Monsters Inc. I, I was yeah, gonna take. I, I personally one. love that one. There's that's what I was torn. With. Yeah, that's such a <laughs> solid. It's got the humor for the parents too. Now know. I don't know what to pick. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Well, gone it, Espo. Um, <laughs> uh, can took, I take Coco five times, guys? You took one of <laughs> Lindsay's six options on her you James did. Jones draft board. You did. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to definitely that's I'm why gonna, I give him so much grief because I do the same thing and it rarely works out in my favor. So I'm speaking from experience. I'm going to select things that are Pixar related. How about that? 
I'm going to choose Cowboys, uh, Little Bo Peep. I'm uh, taking Shrek. <laughs> he's green like Mike Wiskowski. Yeah. Uh, whatever, you guys. You're just haters because you don't want to think outside of the box. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to go... Doggone it. <laughs> I'm going to go Ratatouille, I think. Okay. That's okay. a good pick. Yeah, looks... anytime you can have rats near food, that's what you want to go with. So. <laughs> you got back-to-back picks. Oh, yeah. shoot. I have to do two? That's mm-hmm. the way this works. Mm, darn. That's um, not how you spell ratatouille. Did I spell it? Oh, I was like, did I spell it wrong? <laughs> ratatouille. All right. Ratatouille. Guys, nobody can see it, so shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking it up now. Said, stop putting my business out in the world. I think I'm going to go turning red. Okay. okay. It's a bold pick this early. I'm, I'm going to go. It's a good movie, though. I'm going to go something in a similar vein as Turning Red, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to go with Inside Out. Okay. Uh, the, I haven't the, seen that. The anger character. The anger character <laughs> is, is totally my, oh, is that what my that spirit one is? animal. Where his head oh, just hey, shoots hey, flames out. I was literally one letter off, so you guys can shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. Um, Wait, so what was Lindsay's? Lindsay's, Lindsay's turning red, and then yours was uh, Inside Out. Inside Out, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go. I have to get one from the franchise before we run out, so I'm going to go Toy Story 3. Damn you, Gerald. <laughs> what did you take? Damn it. Toy Story 3. Yeah, I thought about it, but I didn't want to go heavy on Toy Story. Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, you got to have the right. Inside Out. Uh, the Toy Story 3, as they're going down that conveyor belt, I don't think I have ever cried like that in a movie. Like you're like, this can't really be how this ends. This can't be how this franchise of movies mm-hmm. is literally just cast aside <laughs> in the trash. It can't end like that. That yeah. was probably yeah. Typical Americans were all getting heartfelt over <laughs> some pieces of plastic. We going don't to care their about game. anything else, <laughs> yeah. but we care about our Pixar movies. Not my man. toys. <laughs> right. Not my so I got back to back picks now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. This is going to be tough, man. Yeah, um, It is. This is because there's not a ton of them, so it gets really hard at the end. Um, it's going to come down to these last few picks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, okay, for my first one, <sighs> I'm going to go Soul. Okay. okay. That's a good movie. Good call. Great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go with a classic, and this might be a little controversial. Okay. I'm going to go with Cars. Okay. No, I think that's a solid pick in fourth round. Yeah, that's a good fourth round pick. Dang, we're doing five. Definitely the weakest of the um, the franchises as far as like the whole one through three. But the first cars is still very good. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they just (laughs) got progressively worse as they went. Yes. Um, Okay, fourth round now. I'm gonna go ahead and go with a Bug's Life. One of the damn it. That's what I was gonna take. Damn it. Way back in the day. Dude, we're gonna get to five and I'm gonna be like, I haven't seen this movie, but it's the only one left. (laughs) So I guess I'll take that. We are definitely running low here. Uh, I'm oh, I think I can get this one on the comeback. Oh I am gonna go with Brave. Brave. Okay. I really like like that that one. Uh especially with a daughter. All right, that that really uh it's home with me, so I'm gonna go brave. Dude, I don't even know what to pick right now. I'm trying to even see what's available. So I think I'll go with because I have to do two, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll do Finding Dory. Okay. I still think it was a cute movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I've seen any of the other ones. What's Luca? 
Luca's the uh, Italian it's a, one. It's great. It's about the Slovenian basketball player that got drafted <laughs> over a big game. Oh, no. Yeah. Just pick one. It's popular everywhere, but onward. Here. Take Luca. All right, I'm taking Luca. Okay. All right, Espo. Oh. Where do I go? Where do I go? Two I'm looking at here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like one's pandering and one might actually. The intensity of this guy. It's great for the audio. I'm going to go Incredibles 2. Okay. Oh, man. You guys, yeah. I even left up. this one on the board there's, because I didn't. I wanted a little more variety there's, here. There's two that I'm but like, you're, okay. You're giving me an opportunity. You're giving me an opening. So, oh, man. For variety's sake, it's not great, but I'm going Toy Story 2 for a yeah. last round pick. That's that's pretty I just, good value. I can't remember which ones are which. I was gonna I was gonna take that, but again, I can't. <laughs> you already I just have don't Toy feel Story. like I can go two Toy Stories here. By the way, Encanto, not a Pixar movie, it was a Disney Great. animation. Same with Lion King and Aladdin yeah. and Moana. Yeah. Those are all Disney. And just... Hotel Transylvania ain't even in the same family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also well, fun, though. I, I was hoping that this one would stay, and it did, so I'm going to take Onward to okay. wrap it all up. There you go. I was That's going an underrated I, movie. I thought about that, but it was one of those that never made it into theaters. It kind of got buried mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. I'm not sure that the populace saw it. So. Yeah. It um, wasn't very funny, but it really tugs at the heartstrings. It was good. I'm going to have to watch it because I don't think I haven't seen Onward or Luca. Oh, Luca's so. pretty solid. Um, <laughs> Josh, I'm surprised Tochu didn't take Soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. out here catching strays. That is hilarious. Oh I, I think this is. Oh, I feel like this is a three team race between me, Saul, and Gerald. I, wow. Lindsay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys just picked the top two? That, My that goodness. I'm sorry. That was so messed up. <laughs> yeah, talk about, talk about catching strays. Damn. That's four co-hosts and name three. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lord, have mercy. That is tough. All right. So, basically... I got Coco, Ratatouille, Turning Red, Finding Dory, and Luca. Espo has Toy Story 1, Monsters, Inc., Inside Out, Brave, and Incredibles 2. Gerald has Finding Nemo, Up, Toy Story 3, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2. Saul has Wally, Incredibles, Soul, Cars, and Onward. This right. is, is going to be an interesting poll. I'm excited to see I the just, results My here. biggest thing is, like I said, this one's this is Gerald's baby. How about how about this? <laughs> so if Gerald loses, he's gonna literally <laughs> I, have a I heart just suggested the idea. How about Yeah, but you want it. You want how, it. How about we do this? How uh-huh. about whoever wins the previous week's poll gets to pick what the next poll is all about? Okay. I, I think like that's that a good idea. Forward. There we go. Are but we we're still do the doing the I will we're still doing we do. the Sprite and Tortilla Sprite and Challenge tortilla. next week. Well we gotta do okay. it before Saul goes on vacation. When is that? Wednesday. Well, Thursday. Thursday Okay, how about this? Since we're going to be at Four Peaks on Wednesday, why don't we do a tortilla challenge Perfect. then? And what we'll do... <laughs> because we haven't peaks. spilled enough liquid all over Four Peaks already. We can do it outside. No, we have not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you did. <laughs> you did. We've got photographic proof. How about your this? Because the tortilla challenge, it's like rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins gets to be the one who slaps people. Mm-hmm. How about... Whoever wins this draft gets to do the first slap, and then we can go, like, <laughs> rotating. Okay. So, basically, like, if I win, I will slap whoever I want first. 
then say Saul goes next, then it's me, then it's Espo, then it's me, then it's Gerald, then it's me. So whoever wins okay. basically gets to slap everybody. I don't really want to slap anybody, to be honest with you. That oh, is I the most Gerald thing ever. Everybody. <laughs> Saul and I are just going to be beating the shit out of each other with tortillas. Oh Can we just let you I don't, go I don't even want to slap anybody. I want to surprise slap somebody. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to catch you when you least expect it. That's what I want. You just sneak up in your house and just, just go, pop yeah. while you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Right up the funniest yeah. ones that you've seen on TikTok is like people just like, they're just sitting there and they're all ready for it. And then all of a sudden, wow. Like, yeah, I love that's that, the best part. I love that we come out, you know, we, we're slowly emerging from a pandemic and the first big like viral thing is people spitting water at each other <laughs> that's bad <laughs> oh my oh. gosh all right it's time to go home thank you guys for joining us as a reminder if you are going to be out and about this weekend or this summer we want you to stay safe and healthy so COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. We appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. We'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. See you at the club. <laughs> Unless you're going out with the gang on uh, Saturday. So until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, we have more in common than we do that's not in common. Hate breeds hate. Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Let's find some single discourse in this world. Oh yeah, we're gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the mob. Turn the beat on, I throw it down like DA on the live. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat.